Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey there, cuddlers, snugglers, and free huggers. This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Those might be the three most adorable intro nouns I have done so far. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm your host, comedian Billy Presida. And this is the podcast where every week I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, sexuality, and love. So uh, hello, hello, and welcome to the show if you're new. Welcome back if you're not. Uh, I got show dates for you people. Show dates. June 19th, I am in Slotesburg, New York, over at Characters Bar and Restaurant. Uh, there's a free show on a Friday night. What a deal. Coming out to that if you're in the upstate area. And then June 26th, I'm at New York Comedy Club doing the Paid or Pain show. If you live in New York City and you like this podcast, this is the show to come see me do stand-up at. Uh, all the comedians on this show, we do our sets while there's a professional dominatrix sitting on the stage. Uh, if you remember Lady Zombie, she used to be the dom for the show. And at the end of every set, the audience will vote whether the comedian gets paid money or has to take a punishment from the dominatrix. So if you ever wanted to see Billy get spanked on stage, uh, that could potentially happen if you come on out June 26th. Uh, and you can see details on that stuff over at manhorpod.com slash comedy. Also, this Saturday, June 20th, we got What the Float is back Coming out, get fancy, get dancy with your favorite whore. Uh, we're going to go dance throughout the streets in New York City with our headphones on and with people staring at us. I highly recommend you come. Visit whatthefflo.at to get your tickets for that. So I'm in Kentucky, everybody, right now as I record this. I'm here for Midwest Fest at the Laughing Derby. Uh, so far, I had one good show. I'm assuming tonight's going to be a good show as well. And we'll see how the rest of the weekend goes. Having a good time here in, in Louisville. It's funny though. So I'm like on a plane for many hours with this guy who's from here because we were stuck on a tarmac in Georgia. And he kept trying to, he's like, oh, you're a comedian. And oh, the Laughing Derby. That's, uh, that's in a very eccentric part of town. It's, it's, very, it's very eccentric if... If you know what I mean, you know, eccentric. I'm like, dude, is eccentric your code word for gay people? What's going on? The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it was like, oh, it was almost like an odd uh, fascination, but disgust with the type of people who live around here near the club. I thought that was funny. Um, and then, of course, you know, when you land in a new city and you're a single person, obviously you hop right on Tinder and update that location. You need to see what the local talent has to offer. Uh, and I got to say, gorgeous women in Louisville. A lot of beautiful people, just like in New York City. Really, the only difference between the women on Tinder in New York and here in Louisville is that the girls here just have pictures with them with guns in them. It's terrifying. Holy shit. I am too afraid to fuck anybody in this city. I am swiping left for safety at this point. It's just like I'm... I'm very cautious. <laughs> but otherwise, Kentucky's been pretty cool. I, favor, I, I visited my... Uh, I was here four years ago. I emceed at the same club here uh, back in 2011. And I, I remember two things from being here. I remember Spinelli's Pizzeria because they had really good pizza. And I'm a snob about pizza. 
uh, being from New York. And, and they had a great pizza shop and these like monstrous slices. Um, and they have a room with like all comic book covers like plastered across the wall. And then I remember uh, my favorite happy ending massage girl and she's still working. So may have to give her a visit really just for posterity's sake, uh, if anything. Or if Tinder doesn't work out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, but, but Kentucky's been good. Uh, so, and you know, it's been, a, it's a nice way to, it's nice to be out of New York City for a week, distract myself from other not so nice things going on. As you guys know, I've been dealing with a breakup. So being here has kept my mind off it. This week's episode of the Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by AdamsToyBox.com. Ladies, uh, listen, people have been selling you sex toys for decades, and sometimes us guys, we're kind of at a loss for like what we can play with. I feel like for too long, we just thought we had to borrow your vibrator and then clean it. Uh, but at Adam's Toy Box, they focus on the male pleasure market, catering to the needs of men, gay, bi, straight, whatever. They have a wide selection of butt toys, cock rings, condoms, and BDSM gear, plus superb superb customer service and they're offering a special deal to you just for listening to my show simply visit adamstoybox.com and enter the coupon code manhor 15 for 15 percent off your order and you can enjoy their discreet billing and packaging i checked out adam's toy box myself and oh man wow uh, i've never seen so many sex toy options for guys i didn't even know all this shit existed there's so much on this site uh I don't even know what all this stuff is, but they look fun, you know? Uh, dildos are, like, really such a sex toy standard, so I kind of I went to poke around and see what else they had, like the Zeus Electro Lockdown Chastity Cage. Holy fuck. Uh, I guess now you can not only get your cock locked up in a device, but, like, now you can get it zapped if you misbehave. It's not something I'm interested in. I'm just fascinated that that exists. I... I <laughs> I'm happy that that is in the world and on adamstoybox.com. Uh, and they've also got like, you know, cock sheaths and penis extenders and masturbation sleeves, and they have a wide array of lube. Uh, so support our sponsor at adamstoybox.com and enter the code manhor15 for 15% off your next purchase. Again, that's adamstoybox.com and use the code manhor15. Now, now for this week's episode, everybody, we've got Anastasia. Oh, Anastasia is a delight. She's a, she's such a goddamn sweetheart. We we like Anastasia. She's a gal I met oddly enough on Twitter. She was one of those Twitter hookups, and we had a cuddly good time back then. And then, uh, and we've remained really good friends since. She she sends me a lot of. She's into some kinky. She's into some really kinky stuff. Uh, things that I'm not necessarily into, but she loves to update me on them. Uh, and she's also polyamorous, so she has quite the uh, poly family. I remember during our conversation, I tried to map out her poly family tree. Uh, <laughs> it gets kind of difficult, but uh, such are hashtag poly problems, you know? Uh, so I'm not even going to talk too much right now. I'm just going to go right on into the episode because I think you guys are going to all really enjoy this one. So sit back, relax, and listen to me chatting with Anastasia. This is good. Okay. Just say some things. And use your big girl voice. <sighs> That's so patronizing. Well, if you spoke loudly enough, I then wouldn't have to say that. It's not patronizing if I'm right. Like it's uh huh. Uh huh. Totally not. There's there's a different way to say that though. 
You should just get me mad because then I'll talk louder. <laughs> okay, be mad. <laughs> Don't feel like you have to be nice to me like on this. You can, oh, no. you can push back. No, you're not getting that. Well, because you weren't even going to hang out with me until I was doing the podcast with you. Because well, it's busy. I, you were totally going to skip out on that. I've been in the city like several times when you're like, well, you are offering me availability, but I can't be bothered. It's, it's seriously like. So I like specifically decided not to bring you a present. Ah <laughs> uh, shit! Missed out on present. You did, you did. Cause I'll I'll probably be back in on Monday, and Jefferson's getting a bottle of whiskey because that's our deal. So mm, it's not a bad deal. Mm. No, I I genuinely am like, cause again, if I wasn't doing this right now, uh, I'd probably still be in because I'd be working on editing this right. week's episode. But or I'd do another open mic and then come home and edit. But if I this is like a way I was like, okay, I'm being productive and getting the things done I need to get done, and I get to hang out with Anastasia. So that's the best way I can do it. I just genuinely get very, very busy. I mean, my dating schedule like gets hard to fucking do. Mm-hmm. I had, to, I just, I hooked up last week with this one woman who we've been trying to sleep with each other for like five months. Our schedules just can't seem to overlap. Yeah. It's like one of those it's poly problems, you know? It's like it's this whole... so hard. Like, what's the hardest part about being poly? Being, is, it, is it the feelings? Do you get, do you get jealous? No, no it's scheduling. scheduling. Absolutely. <laughs> we were making a lot of Google Calendar jokes when I was over last weekend. It was funny. Yeah. Although I've, I've simplified my life slightly because I broke up with somebody. So I feel, oh, no. feel good Why? about it. Uh, he was really starting to piss me off. I feel, I feel totally okay about it. Well, I don't know. This is somebody I knew from dancing. So this is somebody I knew socially. Um, oh, right. Do you do swing dance? Yeah. Right, right. Swing and, and blues. <clears throat> More blues than swing because it's, it's closer. It's a little bit. Um, I would compare swing dancing to blues dancing. Is like Swing dancing is like dinner. Like it's good. But blues dancing is all dessert. And so if I have a limited amount of time, I'm going to do just the thing that I like the most. So I, I tend to do more of that because I don't get to do very much, mm-hmm. period. Um, so it was a guy I knew from that. Um, there's a weird amount of overlap between blues dancers and kinksters. Really? And, and you can totally like flag people. Blues dancers are like the kinky folk? Some of them. So are the, are like the, not, are the swing dancers uh, ironically the prudent ones? Um, because you would assume just so, just yeah, with just words. based off the name, yeah, it's a running it's, joke. Although they're definitely like, I mean, I know kinky swing dancers. I, anyway, so I I knew this guy from there. Um, he and his girlfriend are open. They're both very nice people. He was like, "Do you want to play sometime?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm down for that." Like, I'm down for like impact play that sounds good because he doesn't do much in like the public scene but i like somehow got like just backed into being his other girlfriend and uh you got backed into like like backed into the corner like be my girlfriend there's no escape well like i it it was nice to like have somebody want that from me Mm because that that's not always um the vibe i'm getting from my play partners yeah. You know you know I feel you on that one. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it was fine. Um yeah, had some fun. Um, but I think what it came down to is our communication styles are really different. And so he felt like I wasn't giving enough feedback and I felt like I kept telling him the same fucking thing and he wasn't listening to me. 
Um, I I think he was carrying around some kind of uh, outdated or at least not applicable to me ideas about, well, you know, women take longer to warm up. And so if she doesn't seem interested, you should just kind of start in on it, which will just get me mad at you. Um, and like, see how it goes. Dude, if I come over to your house and I'm like, I don't want to play right now. I want to take a nap. And I lie down in your bed and I try to take a nap. That is not an invitation to like feel me up. I'd, and this was initially, oh, I remember we got together because he wanted me to fuck his girlfriend. Uh, okay. Ah, I, um, I, the way my primary describes it is I have had sex with a lot of women for a straight girl, but I round down to that. Like, I, I didn't want to do that. You, wait, <laughs> you round down to what? Straight. <laughs> but you didn't want to do what? Didn't want fuck to his fuck his girlfriend. And they were like, okay, yeah, we don't want you doing anything you're not comfortable with, which is a perfectly good thing to say. Sure. Um, and then I felt like every time I was hanging out with the two of them together, which he was really pushing because he wanted me to be on good terms with her, which I understand. Like, that's yeah. his primary. She is nice people. Um, but I feel like every time we were hanging out together, things got really sexual with them, like, in front of me. And I wasn't really down for that because... I didn't want to be sexual with his girlfriend. And so, like, efforts to include me in that were not well met. Especially when, like, include me meant we're hanging out in their living room. I'm coming down off a weekend. So I'm, I, I was at a, a kink weekend and I was um, swinging by on the way to actually to drop off all of my toys that I brought with me before I moved house because my mom was coming up to help me. <laughs> You were oh you were hiding oh wait so you moved the the sex toys in to the apartment yeah first? he was like oh yeah you can leave your stuff there and I'll do your laundry I was like okay that's fantastic thank you um so yeah I'm there I've been at this big weekend it was great now I'm kind of dropping and they, we're all sitting together and we were just chatting and I like managed to get a sunburn um so I was putting aloe on and hanging out with him and his girlfriend and they were like do you mind if we start doing stuff and i'm like yeah, yeah whatever you're putting suntan lotion on like do you mind if we fuck in front of you Is well that cool? and i'm like <laughs> if you don't mind right yeah and i was like okay and i'm sitting there like just kind of coming down and like that was fine and i said it was fine um but i'm like that'd be like very clearly not getting involved and then he tells her put her hand on my dick and I go and she reaches over to do it and I just freeze up I was like no I'm like I'm droppy I'm not playing right now I'm sitting over here like I don't mind if you do that and that is what I said to you but that would be like if right now I say hey like while we're doing this podcast do you mind if we just start jerking off is that cool with you if I just I mean <laughs> I would probably be like yeah but like <laughs> if if you then tried to push me to get involved and you got any resistance and you were like, oh, come on, baby. <laughs> you would never do that because that would be an asshole move. <laughs> so, yeah, he was, I, I don't know. Yeah. We had a very civil breakup. We talked for a while before I even brought it up. And then we talked for a while after about, like, what was going on and processed and blah, blah. Um, and, yeah, I felt like he didn't feel like he was getting direction from me. And I kept being like, when I hang out with you and your girlfriend, I need it to be non-sexual time. And then the next time he brings something up, it's like, do you want me and my girlfriend to fuck on Skype 
in front of you? I'm like, uh, no. Because huh. I, didn't I just say that I didn't want to do that right now? He's like, <laughs> are there not enough people up upstate to like have a threesome with? Is that, like, <laughs> I, I think a lot of his problem is that he's not publicly involved in the scene. And I don't know why that isn't. Um because if he was, yeah, there. Yeah, plenty, I'm sure they'd find a willing people. chick there to bang his girlfriend. And I wasn't sure if it was like an age difference thing because he was in his 40s. But I have definitely had better negotiations with people older than he was. So like, and younger than him, right? And yes, yeah, my age range is a Which little is wide. Well, yeah, but yeah, but no, I say that just because there's I I have run into issues with with older women. Sometimes they automatically assume things of me because I'm yeah. you know in my mid 20s and. And so, like, yeah, no, like, I, you could be, it's not about the age. I think emotional about, maturity is kind of independent. It's just about yeah. being a dude. They're, you know, they're, they're assholes of any age. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You, um, you said before, you said a phrase, impact play. And okay. And I 90% know what you mean. Okay. Um, but do you want to, like, explain what that is? Impact play is a broad category of kink that has to do with hitting people. And it could be with your hands or it could be with things like floggers or spoons or paddles or yeah i beat someone with a spoon last weekend i was, was waiting good. for <laughs> i was waiting for like one more example so we had like a group of four so then we could play one of these things is not uh, like the other <laughs> oh you could hit people with anything rubber chicken i've seen that um it yeah how it, much of that was a joke it, it's mean though if you really get them with it because it's kind of springy and it's like in the wrist yeah hit the right way i i've not personally experienced that also things like um whips or single tails or you know which tend to be quite stingy anything you hit somebody with i think could be categorized as impact, impact play. okay yeah which falls under the whole bdsm umbrella sure. yeah. of like fun things so many fun that things. sometimes make me go ah. uh, i've if it's not your thing, that there's a saying, and I like this one very much, which is your kink is not my kink and it's okay. Mm. <laughs> I like that. It's very it's a very cuddly cuddly phrase. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh like you kinksters are some of like the most cuddly consensual people this I know for true. Considering that you guys are people who sometimes beat the shit out of each other. And I'm like, yeah, that's but great. only if they want to. Right. Only if it's something like please like last night. So last night in Hacienda, okay. there's there I actually got to watch a little femdom scene that Sweet. never seen in person before. Yeah. Um, there were these three chicks really fucking giving it to this one guy in this corner. Uh-huh. And I was like, ooh, I want to watch. Like, I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah. I've, ne- I've never seen yeah, this yeah. before. And uh, and one of them was dressed as a cave woman, so she had, like, a club. So she just happened to be using – it was, like, her prop, so she started using that. <laughs> That's so good. The one was just wailing on his back with her hand. And yeah. then I, eventually, like, the ropes came out, so they started doing some some things. And I was like, okay, ooh, take notes. And, no, it was cool. It was a cool scene. Right. Not something I would – Probably, I would want to participate in myself, but I was like, oh, this is just fascinating. This is interesting to watch. Yeah. 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 I I use an analogy sometimes. Um, I was a punk in high school. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So, uh, went to that, you know, a good number of mostly local punk shows and um, mosh pits. Oh my God, mosh pits. Love me some mosh pits. Um, But, to be in a mosh pit, you have to be participating. Like you, um, there's kind of an agreement that the people who are in the pit want to be in the pit. 
you are not going to pull anybody in from the outside. There tends to be kind of a ring of people who are there to help keep the moshers like where they're supposed to be and not in the rest of the crowd. Um, but you're never going to pull anybody in. And you are not agreeing to like get trampled. So if somebody loses their footing, which is a pretty common thing because you're getting jostled a lot, it's like hands of God, like everybody's up under your armpits, lifting you up, getting you back on your feet. If there are crowd surfers, they're not usually crowd surfers over the pit but these are the same kind of shows like everybody's hands are under this person they're going to make sure when they come down they come down with their feet first not their head um and i just have like this really strong memory of this is like when i was in high school of being at the show being in this pit with this guy with like a big carabiner through his ear um and we'd just been in the pit and then we were like it was between sets and we were walking to like the bathroom or something he bumped into me and he says sorry because it's outside of the context where we're participating in that. And so you act like a decent human being to each other. Um, and you just come home from that and like your skin is glowing because you've gotten thumped and you, you have all these weird bruises um, and you're just kind of radiating out of your body and it feels like the bed's moving as you're going to sleep. And so I feel like that's kind of the sensation I've been chasing this whole time. And I just don't blast my eardrums anymore. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a lovely uh, allusion to, to your future in, in the BDSM world, you know. It's a lovely story. I don't know what else to say about that. I'm, I'm pretty happy with, like, where my life is at right now. <laughs> but so, yeah. Yeah. And how did you discover, like, you were into all that stuff? Oh... I, I feel like kink has kind of always been part of my sexuality ever since I've been sexual. Um, Which is like how how far back we talking? Oh, I I was kind of a late bloomer. I had my first kiss at 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost my virginity at 17. Um, so I guess there was always like some degree of uh, power play in the way that I had sex sometimes. Um, I can remember being at one of the reasons why I had quite a few, at least a couple corsets coming into the scene before I even got into like the public scene uh, is because I used to go to Ren Fairs and um, the leather shops at Renaissance Fairs, like the front is all boots or um, I don't know, outerwear. But in the back of the Ren Fair. In the back, it's all like cuffs and paddles. That's where the queen got her kinky stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My first set of cuffs is is from a Ren Fair because I was back looking at stuff, just kind of gawking. Did you have to like ask the guy, did you have to wink, wink, nudge, nudge and be like, hey, listen, I'm I'm looking for the back stuff. It it was right there. I was, and he could tell I was staring at him and he goes, do you want to try them on? And so he puts them on me and he clips them together and gives it a little tug and like my vision just kind of like went black at the edges like everything narrowed focus um and they were kind of expensive and i i was sort of broke and so i let him take them off me and i walked out of the shop and i probably made it like 10 feet and i turned around and i went back in i go i need those but i want them in black and and that that was pretty early on. That was definitely like while I was in college. So okay. um, I had those for ages. 
Um, I've only been on the public scene for like a year and a half, maybe. Right. So like before all of that, like how did, you know, before you were picking up dudes for like on like a fet life for this type of stuff, you know, like, like you meet a guy at a bar, you guys hook up and then. Oh, I'd like, did you that's ever, did never you, been a feature of my no? life. I have a real strong tendency to just fuck my friends. <laughs> I don't pick What a great up. friend to have. I know. Right. Um, <laughs> So I guess it was something. But still, like what I'm saying is, like you eventually would be dropping this on them. So like, how did how did guys used to react in college to like the stuff you wanted? It wouldn't be something I would bring up with everybody. It was something Mm -hmm. that like, um, like second half of high school, first half of college, I dated the same guy on and off for like five years, and we're still on good terms. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we used to sometimes do a little bit of power play. Um, I think the problem was that we were both at that point pretty submissive and so it was ah, a big effort <laughs> for either person to to take charge of of that scenario um i think other than that i was just sometimes having quite rough sex okay. and, and not anything that would have that would be read close. as particularly kinky but that was like close enough to, to oh yeah it scratches that itch it's yeah it's, sure. it's good um yeah I, I feel like I am into more things than I specifically thought, like sought out, and that's been fine. Um, so there weren't a lot of like fantasies that I was cooking with for a long time by myself that I couldn't realize and that I felt ashamed of or anything like that. I just don't have that relationship with things. It would just sort of be like I got introduced to something that I didn't even know was a thing. And okay, I like this, and I don't like that. I'm into this, and I don't like that. I like floggers. I don't like paddles. I'm into wax play. I'm into fire play. And honestly, most things you throw at me, I'm like, this is fun. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of shame around it because it's never been something that like I felt like I couldn't tell people or mm. there that was like a yeah, like a bad or a dirty thing for me. It just. It's, mm. I, I feel good about my stuff. I, I don't know. That's good. We should all feel good about our stuff. <laughs> you know, it's a way better way to go about things. Mm. But it's funny you go like uh, you submissive too, because I, you know, I I lean more submissive. Mm-hmm. Like I can switch, but I have to know that that's because right? right. So it's just like what happens when you put two submissives in a bed together? They just talk about their feelings, watching the and, notebook, and they and they cuddle. Yeah, and, and they cuddle. cuddle a lot. I. <laughs> You are you are a cu- yeah. you are quite the cuddler. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you also have like a great like like I'm trying to figure out how to put this the right way. I didn't want to say like motherly, um, but like, <laughs> and potentially like go down rabbit holes. Um, no, but you have like a great like cuddling, embracing frame. Like you have just oh, like thank great. You. Like oh, uh, I you had have... a college roommate used to call me Mama Bear, and yeah, I yeah, like, that would work. I like that a lot for your yeah, that would work for you. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, like what I want to do with people depends very much on the individual dynamic. It's not, it's not something I'm seeking in isolation. It's mm-hmm. something I'm seeking from that connection. Right. And that I was worried about yeah. that with you. I remember when, mm-hmm. like when you were coming down the visit, um, yeah. and I, I was worried. I was like, I don't know if we're going to be like sexually compatible. Cause like we both are submissive and she's like super I, submissive. I want to like stop. And and say that's that's not a true statement. <laughs> what it kind of jars me when people are like, "Oh my god, you're you're so submissive." This is something I got from a dom once at a party who, like, to be fair, was like leading me around on a leash, and I let spit in my mouth. But like, that was something that I was doing with her. That's not like who I am all the time. 
Um, I I'm very much identify as a switch. And if I really like somebody, like I will want to top them back or I will want to top them first, um, which like weirdly is a more vulnerable place. Um, the way my primary is described it sometimes is like the person with the control in the situation is also the person with the responsibility in the situation. You have to be willing to take responsibility for the other person in a way that like if I'm playing casually at a party and I'm not necessarily submitting, but I'm bottoming. If just about anybody wants to have a swing at my ass, I'm okay with that. Like that, that's all right. I can take it. Um, I mean, don't go at me with like a pipe or something, but in general, like it's going to be fine. Um, but I'm not going to have it in me to like top everybody there. That's something that I like really have to want to do with that person specifically. Mm. Cause it's harder. Right. Well, I was flattered that you you did that with me because um, it was very nice. I, I enjoyed being in that position, mm-hmm. and like it's like when we like fucked. It was like you were. It felt like you were fucking me. Like, and yeah. I, you know, the, again, and it, it is connection to connection. I'm not like this with everyone. Like, I there, I've taken fucking charge on plenty of women. Just sure, that's what that connection called for. But yeah. You know, the the vibe you gave off was like, ooh, I would really like to just be cuddled up into you and maybe like sucking on a tit and just being petted a little bit. And, yeah. then, and then eventually you're going to be like, okay, now I'm going to fuck you. And I'm like, okay. Okay, okay. And and almost like laying myself because – it was nice was being able – because you took such charge and you were able – like you were willing to be that responsible, mm-hmm. it allowed me to almost like regress further and I was able to just like make myself more vulnerable, which was hot for me. Like yeah, it was hot to I like get off on that. To be like I to almost act like I'm more nervous than I am. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. But it doesn't feel like I'm acting. I'm almost, I'm playing it up a little bit, but it's it's kind of part of the thing. I'm you, right. And then it allows me in my head, like, oh wait, I am Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's not it's not so much like a performance is like aspects of self, I guess, you know, that come out like in the yeah, course of it. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, I don't know. And what's really interesting is when I'm playing with other switches because we'll take turns mm. and like somebody, I was like putting my feet in his mouth and calling a fuck pig, like can then turn around and cut my clothes off with kitchen shears and like, Totally taking Who's the, the fuck situation. pig now? <laughs> Who's the fuck pig now? The guy I hit with the and then, spoon. And then you switch again. Right. And be like, now you're the fuck. You're the fuck pig again. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, tag you're it, fuck pig. Right, right. Fuck pig tag. It's it's, it's a good time. <laughs> I, I actually thought I was going to get more mean stuff last weekend because of this guy I hit with the spoon. Um, but that's just not his do you, style. Do you were almost worried. Like, no, I know it's you're payback. not. Yeah. Yeah. The payback. I worry like, about oh, payback. Fuck. Like, no, he was actually, he was really nice to me. He just wanted to tie me to the bed and like use toys on me until I came and came and came and came. And I was totally okay with that. Like he was topping, but you were okay with coming and coming and coming oh, again. It was, it was Oh fine. my gosh. What a shocker. I know. No, but I like <laughs> punched him a... in the ass. Like I literally punched him repeatedly in the ass. And, in the, like inside like, no, the no, asshole. No, no. Like, it's... Like ass and thighs, kind of yeah. thud thud. Although I did, I did get to finger his ass. It was good. Well, I, f- listen, fingering asses is great, and I'm a fan. I, I, I forget. <laughs> did you do that with me? I, forget. I don't think so. I don't think you did. I things don't think so. Maybe was I would do, but I I don't recall I don't that we think did. It did. Yeah, but but 
I was gonna, like fingering in the butt. It's great, but you know that's not going to be too shocking because like last month we had a guest who told us about how she fisted a dude's asshole. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, okay, did not see that coming. No, that's a thing. That's totally a thing. Actually, well, no, no, no I know, of... I know it's a thing. Right. I just didn't know she had done it, and she kind of Surprise. threw it out of nowhere. Yeah, and I, that's like a new yeah. level of prostate play to, to. Oh man, actually, the only time I've ever been fisted, it was um, it was someone in my poly family because she has really small hands ah. and like. Uh, me and her fiance had been kind of working on trying to fist me for a while and he was like oh honey I have a job for you because your hands are way smaller than mine we're going to do this Um, so this was a time when we were all playing together and it was really nice and when she finally got like all the way in me she goes I've never done this with a vagina (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's, that's a that's a slow burn. It's yeah. a slow burn. You never know the vagina. Of course. Oh, oh wait. Oh. oh. <laughs> it was great. It was great. That oh. was a positive experience. I've I've fisted a couple of gals. They've oh it's always been by pure accident. Mm-hmm. Which is not something you would expect to be no. an accident. I, I, I just start fingering, is, and then there's another, and then there's another, and, and then, then like, all of a sudden oh, you're it's, just you're just there, and it's all in there. Yeah, like, ah, that's uh, <laughs> something I've had to work at. Yeah, yeah, I would like to do more. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, you uh, you reference your poly family a lot. Yeah. How so? How long have you been? We'll get into into can do, can we say Rory's name? Yeah, yeah. So Rory, we'll get in the Rory, Rory. Gave me permission. We'll give we'll get in the Rory in a second. So. How long have you known about yourself that, like, that's how your love worked? Oh, that could probably, be spread probably around since college. Um, the way I used to explain it to people is like one of my favorite things in a partner is like a go get them tiger attitude about me with other guys. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I, I mentioned before the guy I was dating, like, on and off in in college that was like that was the last time i've been in a monogamous relationship (laughs) i was like 19 (laughs) i haven't done that in a while same Um, so like what i was doing past that would be, be like um i would be seeing a couple different guys for a while they like they were both in my building or like but they would both like know about each other and know that like i was fucking other people um and these were pretty casual things these were like not people i was dating these were friends i was fucking um but that like that's what felt good to be is to be able to like leave someone's room and be like i'm gonna go shower and then i'm going to try to go see this other guy and for him to be like yeah Go have fun. <laughs> Go nuts. There's no point in him being upset because he can't fuck you again right then. He's like, "Go nuts for the next twenty minutes and come back because then I'll be ready." It'll be, it's it'll like it'll be really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that would be kind of that was a pattern that was working for me. And then like when I got together with Rory, that was. Over a year and a half ago now, it's been not that long, but a a while, Um, we had a talk about it right from the get-go that was like, I 
I like you and I, I would offer to be exclusive with you, but it's not something I need to feel secure in this relationship. He's like, it's not something I need from you either. Like you could have it if it's something you wanted, but it's not something I need. And so we just never had a period where we were exclusive because it was fine. Like it was comfortable from the beginning. Um, I, so our rule is just like, other people have to know about us. Like he can't be operating in the world as though he is single, okay. you, you know? And, and that that's been workable for us. On, honestly, he lives so far away that we wouldn't still be dating if we weren't oh, also yeah. seeing other people. Well, I mean, he is in another country. So, so Rory, <laughs> right. can, can I say where? He's in Germany. Oh, I didn't. He's, that wasn't even the country I, I was going to say. In, so. He's Irish. He's living in Germany. Um, he has um, a couple that he sees there. Um, he's got another girlfriend and then her primary partner. Mm-hmm. And they're all pretty close. Um, and, you know, he's got some other play partners and so he he's with a couple yeah and then who's got the other girlfriend primary partner you said what oh the girlfriend um his he's got he's got another girlfriend you're you're mapping this i'm trying to map it i'm trying to map it he's got a couple and then there's another girlfriend he has Right? No, no, the girlfriend's part of the couple. Okay, so it's just that like they tend to all hang out together sometimes. Sure. sure. So he's with that couple, and then you have your own like poly family, right? Yeah. So, um, so those are people I met at um when I moved upstate, um, the first kink party that I went to, mm. um, I was introduced to them because the girl who fisted me in the previous story handed me her fiance's cock in the hot tub. Aww. <laughs> it was really sweet. So we wound up having sex at the party um, with the door open. Um, and then kind of down the road from there, they were like, so we really want you to be part of this thing. So the core group there is um, there's a couple about my age. They're getting married this summer. And then the girl in that couple, her daddy... Uh, not her father, her like kink daddy. Yeah, um, is also married, and they're kind of the the four of them are this this core poly family. So they're really wonderful. This, that that four, and they have matching okay. tattoos, and they're they're so great. Okay, um, and then there are a few of us who are like extended members of the family. Um, You're like a second cousin of the family, I guess. So, <laughs> so we're like. Not fluid bonded, I guess, would be the big okay. difference there. So these four are all fluid bonded. I don't know if they all play with each other because, but like they are inherently because, like, if you know, if Daddy's fucking yeah. the, his his baby girl, right? Yeah, no, they they're bond- all right. fluid bonded. Okay. Um, but yes, there was like uh, they they presented it to me very formally, and we talked about kind of rules and expectations and and what that would entail. And I got tested. Um, and actually, this has been a really useful thing to have is that they're very, very big on testing. And I can tell people like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, we can't do this. or We can't do that. Or, you know, we can only do hands right now or we can only play with toys right now because 
I I don't have like recent test status on you and I have a responsibility to my poly family and they're really anal about it. So I can kind of push that off they, on so them. They, wait, you are fluid bonded with them? No, I'm not. So, but like there there's some level of risk to like blowing somebody i mean right barely cdc like does i mean for hiv they don't even they They don't even think about it they say like that's just not happening uh like yeah i mean yeah some people are really anal if you want to be like super super concerned about like oral chlamydia oral gonorrhea i guess so which which like is apparently like yeah possible but Right. I, I'm still I'm still trying to find out some hard numbers. Like I listen, we had on my my poly. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's the statistics yet. I hit up my heart my 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 poly doctor lady Sarah, mm-hmm. who's who, who's been on the program, and yeah. uh, she's like, I gotta start asking some people. She's a doctor, and she's like, I'll go find out, but I have no idea. Yeah, no, we don't know. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that sounds pretty, you know. <laughs> it it is it is that that's. But, but daddy's you, influence but, but you agree to those terms because you're like that i want to be in this thing that, right yeah. yeah these are people who are important to me and like i go over to their house and i don't knock like i let myself in everything in the fridge is mine to have you know i'm always welcome to sleep there like it and my you know my folks are out of state and that's totally a different thing but like this is a big part of my support structure i guess locally mm-hmm. um is just like knowing those people were there because like besides that couple and there was one guy but he moved to connecticut um so we were playing but we are not currently like i'm only playing with the younger couple okay um but i still have you know a relationship with everybody in that group now that's like for you that's about the love that's like the relationship stuff right yeah now that's separate of course and i'm and if i'm being uh i'm being i'm playing dumb okay okay but like uh you know then you have these other people you fuck around with yeah i have i have like some regular play partners those are play partners you got like a comedian you banged in new york one time just this once yeah (laughs) yeah how did that happen jesus uh (laughs) you uh, we there was a i think there was a connection on twitter yeah oh yeah yeah you uh, this was about the podcast actually (laughs) and it was like the first time anybody has ever tried to advertise something to me on twitter i was actually interested in and we just got talking like and at that point i just moved up to new york and i literally didn't know anybody and so i was like well like at very least like i'm going to go make friends so we i think we agree like no expectations because i was not sure like how I was gonna vibe, and then you got here, and then I got I got that. I for, you know, and I forget, I forget like when I decide like I think we're gonna hook up. Yeah, at least on my end, like I I can't decide for you. That'd be weird. No, but like, um, I just remember getting like a vibe, like okay, I can like, she can play mama bear, like almost like you know, um, and then I was then I just kind of went, I just was in it, mm-hmm. you know. I think it was you know I'm curled up and yeah. And, you know, you're you're tall. Like, how tall are you? I'm like five eleven. Yeah, that's a, that's a tall girl. So yeah, like, like that can. Be... I'm a big strapping lady. Yeah, like... <laughs> like I'm and I'm five ten, but it's like you're someone I could. Co- you know, I you're you're big and strapping enough I can cuddle into. It, yeah, know? no, I can be the big spin. Yeah, yeah, and that's why like it's so hard to find a big spoon. It is a a lady big spoon is hard to find. I believe it. Yeah. Oh. But, 
And then, yes, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel good about it. I have zero regrets from that. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, so I guess those are my people. Like, my primary, my poly family. Some play partners that are, like, regular things and people I care about and, like, hang out and do other stuff with. <laughs> you know um and that's kind of enough and then there was this boyfriend but i dumped him and uh, i don't feel bad about it so yeah. i guess i didn't need that all, all this while you have I've, your i've your... decided my plate's full actually i've decided i'm not not up for like you're not taking on new applications no no i i could do like a little bit of pickup play jefferson just like squeezed in <laughs> as a play partner as yeah. not like somebody that i have a lot of responsibility to <laughs> i the the the, the man or podcast is now officially played matchmaker because i got you and jefferson that was also from the podcast that yeah, was i that contacted was a, him after i heard his episode he was like this person sounds like fun <laughs> and you were like asking me to, to vouch and blah 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 mm-hmm. and um i saw him last night they had a saint andrew's cross at the party and it's the 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 theme was like uh petting zoo so they ah! They made the Sanders cross like all furry and fuzzy, so it was That's like adorable. they put a bunch of like pink fur all over it. Yeah, but no, Jefferson was there with his girlfriend, um, whipping the shit out of her. Sweet. Um, I don't know how much whiskey he had drank. I th- we didn't talk too much. Um, if I if I got him talking enough, I because with Jefferson you can sense like how much he's been right, drinking. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told you like that the policy that was established the first time I visited him was. I will come with a bottle of whiskey at hand. And that then was, we will basically was, proceed to split it. You know, That was his policy for uh, doing the podcast. He's like, yeah. need, I need a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. That's, I, I don't mind at all. Uh, yeah. No. And then he's like, but he's like specifically like a kinky partner, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. You- he, he beat the <laughs> shit out of me until I cried. It was great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the, I get these pictures from you. <laughs> Like, Sorry. No, it's okay. I don't know what this is from. Yeah, you either. got you're all bruised. It's I but, but like I I don't remember being hit there. Like I I know I was hit in the tits and I know I had well, my so ass you, beat. You, well you have bruised tits right now? Um no, no, they they were not I mean there's like a little one. They were not hit very I hard. got close to seeing some boob. No. <laughs> I mean you just have to ask. Honest to God. Anastasia, can I see some boob, please? Oh, we're gonna see some mon. Uh, mon- She's got like monstrous tits. That's not a very flattering adjective. Okay, sorry. She's got these amazing, okay. massive memories. I, I will, I will take that. That's fine. Um, um, but no, I don't remember specifically being hit there. Like that's that's on the front of my thigh. That's on my arm. Those might be grab marks, but it might also be like. Last week it was Memorial Day weekend, and on Sunday I was really wasted, and I might have just <laughs> run into stuff. I don't really know. You can't tell what was from sex and what was from. Yeah, no, I've got drunk. no idea. I did have some bruises on my ass. Oh man, it it felt much worse than it looked, and tubing. It was my first time tubing the next day, and like. I got my butt thumped by the Hudson and it was really uncomfortable. Mm. And I was like, there were two of us in the tube and I look over at my friend and I was like, is this incredibly painful? He's like, no, I go, I think it's from what happened to me last night. (laughs) Like this shouldn't hurt. This hurts so fucking much. And so I'm there like trying to like lift myself up off the tube enough that I'm not 
like just getting hit as as I'm getting dragged along because I was so sore. Um, that was my fault. Mm-hmm. That was I feel good about that. Well, you you said <laughs> I just always love because you send me these pictures sometimes. It's just like your ass with a giant bruise on it, and you're like, and it'll just be with the caption of just like I feel so loved. <laughs> Which for someone maybe like I mean, listen, I'm not kinky, but I've I have enough friends at this point that. I can make sense of that, but mm-hmm. out of context, that's just is like an odd picture yeah, message to get. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, I can't defend myself there. I like how you chose this, like, because t- her, t- her tits are still just hanging out, you know. I, you haven't told me to put them away. <laughs> and you're not going to. Probably not. I <laughs> Anastasia, would you mind if I just, like, just started masturbating while we're doing this? I, like, the, like, your couple... Do you mind if we just start doing this shit in this front of you? you? And I'm like, I know you're doing a crossword puzzle, but do you mind if we just fuck right next and to you? And I was like, yeah, but God damn it, don't grab my wrist and then put it on your stuff. I will just like recoil. That that is a boundary. Boundaries, like no, no jerking off while podcasting. That's a boundary. That, is that a rule you have? I you don't should know. put it on your wall. I, oh, there. I mean, there are some rules up there. Like, slow yeah. down, have fun, stop saying like. No, you need to put. No, don't joke. While don't, podcasting. Don't, while podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't done it yet. Right. But it's it a rule. Like, well, I, it's not a rule because it hasn't come up. Like, there's, I feel like a rule comes like up because you, you might do a special episode in the future. Well, just like an hour long, like, yeah. director's commentary of me beating it. I, I, well, no, like, or casually you, having the, the interview, but just with the knowledge of... I well, used like, to play a game with a friend of mine in high school where we'd be talking on the phone and... Oh, having a normal conversation. Having a normal conversation. And she'd have to guess, like, what, oh, what it was I said. Oh, a lady? Um, this was a trans woman, okay. actually, who introduced me to kink... Um, she used to be like a live-in submissive on the West Coast somewhere okay. for a while um, before she and that girl broke up um, and was always just this like really lovely, cuddly person, <laughs> um, which I think is another reason why like kink has never been a scary thing for me because kind of the face of kink for me early on was like just one of my friends who was adorable and mm. tiny. <laughs> Like okay. could pick up and carry her yeah. around, tiny and adorable. Yeah. Um, but so you, so like almost like an offshoot of the naked episodes, like do right. Uh, we're both like, but we're not having a sexy no, conversation. No, we're not just, like doing dirty. Just having a, we're having a conversation interview. while jerking yeah. and see yeah. who can yeah, last yeah, yeah. the longest or who comes first. I don't know which. <sighs> there's it's such not disadvantage. A race. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's not a race. It's a journey. <laughs> Um, but no, you're right. I'm not going to tell you to put your tits away. Just like with the yeah. with the naked podcast girls, no. I didn't tell, them to, didn't tell them to get dressed. When we when I hit stop, like they just stayed there naked mm-hmm. long enough that you know shit yeah. happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. No, I don't know. It'd be maybe it'd be funny if like I like I I jerked off during an episode. They didn't know though. Like it was never announced. Uh huh. Like that. Maybe that'd be fun. Like if yeah, me and the guests like. Either I did or we both were like masturbating yeah. and they had no idea and we never tell them. Right. It's like an inside yeah. joke. And then I'll reference it like 20 episodes later. Hey, you know, in one of the previous episodes, you wouldn't tell them which one. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what? Do it like 10 episodes later and then say is one of these 10 episodes. Try to guess. Right. Win a prize. Right. Win a free auto blow too. <laughs> Sweet. 
Yeah. Um, Audible too. Sponsor man on a podcast. Um, Amazing. old sponsor. Yeah, I'm giving. I, I gave one of those away to a random patron on my I, Patreon. I page. hope they enjoyed it. I I hope so too. Uh, yeah. They could have. They got it from uh, becoming a patron of Man Horror Podcast on uh-huh, patreon.com uh-huh. slash Man Horror Podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> plugs, 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 boobs. Plugs. Yeah. Yeah. That storm is still going. It is. Yeah. That's, you know, it's going to be my thing keeping me in editing tonight, but. It's good motivation. I kind of felt like I summoned it because I I don't sleep well the night before I travel and I knew I was coming into the city today and I woke up at like three in the morning and I had to put on like white noise and I like this one that's it's like rain sounds. It's nice. And I woke up and the rain sounds were still going and I looked out the window and it was actually raining <laughs> and it's kind of been doing that on and off all day. Those are my wizard powers. Wizard powers. Yeah. Do you have like anything left that you like you still want to accomplish sexually? Like, is there a, like, do you have like any to do lists? I feel like people like us who like go to like to parties do and a things. Lot of it's, stuff. Oh, yeah. I got suspended uh, full rope suspension for the first time this year. That was on my list. It was fun. I would do it again. I think the only thing that's really like a tick box right now is I'd like to have like a male, male, field male threesome. You haven't had that? No. Just with two girls. Okay. Yeah. Which was fun. But uh no. It's on the list. That shouldn't be too hard for you to figure out. I mean, can I call you out on this? This is definitely something you proposed. Did when, I propose? When, um, yeah, when Rory was in town, like back in January, we were in New York City. Um, but he was like, I'd have to like meet him and hang out with him first <laughs> before we just have a threesome. Oh. Um, so that wound up not happening. What did I say? Um, you were for it. <laughs> Was I okay? I forget. I totally forgot propositioning. I I probably only I must have like known that you wanted a male male female threesome. That's not something I normally would just like throw out there. Sure. Like that's something I'm doing for. Yeah. The lady. No, it's on my it's on because I'm list. a giving person. It's on my list. Um, I'll get to do it eventually. I'm sure. It, it's just it's good to take the right people being in the same place at the sure. same time, which is hard. I only had my first threesome in December, so I mean. That was, that was my first one. That's so nice. I got a going away threesome when I moved uh, away from Ireland. That was my first one. Nice. Were you and Rory with someone? No, or? it was um, it was a play partner of mine and his girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we I had going away drinks and then we all went back together in a cab, and it was very obvious to the cab driver that we were all going to hook up. Okay. <laughs> because he kept turning around and making jokes to the guy like, "Aren't you fucking lucky?" <laughs> And yeah, and that went really well because it was his first threesome and my first threesome, but his girlfriend had done a few before it kind of directed things so that everybody uh-huh. got lots of attention. I was told to, I had to be the director of uh-huh. it and I was the only one there who hadn't had a threesome. That's that's um, not really fair to put on you. I'm sure you rose to the occasion. I did. I did. Uh, <laughs> I, did I did rise and uh, I occasioned and I <laughs> I got all the scenes. I got all the shots I needed. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got the shots that I had in my head. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nice. I had a nice, nice time of it. Yeah. 
and then um all the threesomes I've had since have been with that same couple um from my poly family. So that that's kind of what I've done. Okay. That's like an instant threesome. It's easy. yeah, it, it it's it's great. <laughs> all right. Well, um well well, Anastasia, thanks for thanks for coming on the show. We didn't talk about like any political shit or anything. I don't know. I the only know. other thing I would have had to ask, is, like, um, like in B, if you want to answer briefly on this, being in BDSM and cruising Fet Life and stuff, have you ever come across those dudes on Fet Life who like they pretend they're a dom, but it's not because they're a dom; it's because they just want to like take advantage. They just want to be in charge. They just want some chick to like do what they say because they feel like it. Not sure with any of that like um you know what i'm talking about right these yeah. types of, the type of guys they're they're like 50s they, household they, types they, they hide behind they, yeah. they hide behind the bdsm moniker so that they can just like be like well i'm just gonna tell this girl like do what i say yeah she's fuck me but like women my- shouldn't talk and i'm gonna say subs instead of women but i mean women um <laughs> <laughs> uh I I don't know if I have. Hold on, while we get political, can, do you mind if I masturbate in this conversation? <laughs> uh, because this is but, the sexy part. But yeah, no. by all means, yeah. Um, the brain is the largest erotic zone in the body. Um, I I don't know if I can speak specifically to that. I will say that, like, if you put as a young woman your real age and gender on the fat life you will get a lot of unsolicited messages you would yeah. not receive as men or as somebody posing to be older um or who was older um and that's a little bit bullshitty and unwanted because like it 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 isn't a dating site in the same way that facebook isn't a dating site it's mm. a social networking site so i really only want to talk to people i've met at events and i use it to find out about upcoming events um I don't want like bullshit randos messaging me and being like, "Oh, baby, let's hook up privately." And, like, if you want to play with me, like, let's hook up privately as opposed to public. Uh, like, uh, right? No. Thing. Well, yeah, because the people who are pulling that shit are not people who are part of the public scene, and that's why that's how they look for play. Right. Um, which I'm sure works for some people, but like, there's a degree of safety to me being like in a setting where. There are moderators and there are friends of mine there. And like, if something started to go awry, like, yeah, we are kind of in a, we're in someone's home. We're in like a private space in that degree. But like, there are other people there. There are people who are observing who are not part of the scene that I'm having right then. Um, and that's, I, I would never agree to meet somebody privately really that I didn't already know. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so, like, the first time I met up with Jefferson, I had another place to stay. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, you, I, there's smart ways to go about that. Yeah. Stuff, but. Like, we met up. I was going to a show. We talked beforehand. And, like, by the end of the conversation, I was like, no, I'll, I'll come back here. Like, there are certain things that we won't be doing tonight. But, like, I'll come back here. I feel okay about staying here versus, like, sleeping somewhere else. That's fine. Cool. Um but yeah, I wouldn't have just like jumped into it without that kind of a safety net. So like I booked a hotel room I didn't need, but mm. yeah. it made me feel better. Sure. Uh, and you know you always have a futon the crash on uh, here. Oh thanks. Oh uh, thanks. 
I was actually, this is the second time I've been in Brooklyn today because I met up with a friend of mine for brunch before mm. my show. So I've been on the subway so much, uh, so fucking much yeah. today. Well, you know, I'm happy uh, you came on out to Brooklyn because uh, yeah. this was good. This was a fun, fun chat. This is a good way <laughs> that we could like hang out and I can feel like I was productive. Okay. Um, because I, I don't get to like enjoy my social life the way I normally do. Yeah. I I think I think a lot of it is that like I don't know your job's not really your passion and so you're very intense about your hobbies and so you don't have a lot of like other time besides that whereas like if I'm not working I'm just kind of doing whatever the fuck that's because I eventually the hobby I mean it's not I don't call it a hobby I would call it like my comedy career is my career Uh, yeah I don't make a living with it yeah um but we're pretty awesome busy people and i'm glad we could like make this work and and then have your tits out and then me um almost but not masturbate during yeah right yeah you're you're saving that for later no that could be like casual yeah i'm casual it's casual that's all it was it was all only Uh casual adjustment that's all right they're sweatpants and very loose that's all (laughs) uh well anastasia thank you for coming on (laughs) very much appreciate it uh would you like to say goodbye to everyone Uh, goodbye everyone bye bye Bye. Oh, guys, how cute was she? Isn't she adorable when you're not beating the shit out of her? Um, oh, she's, she's great. I, I, love, I always love seeing Anastasia. Um, as always, I hope you are subscribed to the Man Whore Podcast over on, uh, on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And, and wherever you are, can you please, if you can, leave me a review, leave a comment, leave a rating. Helps other people find the show. As always, you can find me on Twitter at TheBillyPresita. You know, use the hashtag Man Whore Podcast when you say hello. Or if you want to say something a little more privately, maybe you want to ask me a question, send me some boobies, you can do that over at ManWhorePod at gmail.com. And please support this week's sponsor of the Manor Podcast at adamstoybox.com. Father's Day is coming up. You know, daddy might need, if daddy's single now, he might need something to help him get through a weekend. Trust me, he doesn't want another tie. Go get him something sexy or fun. Or go get your partner something that's uh, uh, fun and different and friendly. And don't forget... Uh, adamstoybox.com use the the promo code manwhore 15 for 15% off your purchase and as always I'm here every Wednesday uh, next week we've got a doozy of an episode we've got comedian Caitlin Bailey who uh, was an she was a 17 year old escort don't worry she wasn't sex trafficked she was just really really proactive <laughs> uh, really great episode so uh, until next week everybody Enjoy yourselves, have a good time, and stay slutty.